flourishing families with Dr. Daughter Blatt, the switched-on kids chiropractor, and her passionate friends, sharing the secrets of inspiring wellness to help your families thrive. I'd like to welcome Erin Dubay to our podcast today. Erin, you're a kinesiologist. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yes, hi, daughter. It's really lovely to be here and have a chat today. As you know, I work here as a kinesiologist at Family Chiropractic, and I actually began my health journey in occupational therapy. Oh, yeah. So, interesting. Mm, so working in orthopedic and neurological rehabilitation teams in Sydney. And so I've had experience at Royal North Shore Hospital, Greenwich Hospital, Mount Wilga Hospital. And I've also done palliative care and community aged care rehab. I've worked as a home-based rehab in Manhattan. So lots of different experiences Ooh, you've been around <laughs> i like to travel around yes. <laughs> <laughs> so so you say uh, occupational therapist um so th- this was like how how did you end up in kinesiology mm. so i was actually working as an ot in sydney at the time and i just did a weekend workshop in a really basic form of kinesiology called touch for health and i was just so intrigued at, at how it could improve function in the body with just some really simple techniques so i thought oh i need to learn more about that yeah yeah that's cool and uh, so i think you'd find that many people are a bit confused as to what what exactly is kinesiology yeah we do get asked a lot about that because it there is like the very strict anatomy of movement side of kinesiology and although i have trained in anatomy at university Energy kinesiology is a really different term. So it actually has a chiropractic background. Right. Yeah. Oh, it must be good then. Must be, yes, <laughs> it is. So Dr. Goodhart in the 1960s, a chiropractor, created applied kinesiology. And that's sort of the, the beginnings of kinesiology as we know it today. And then from that tree, different offshoots or branches have grown. So Touch for Health was one of the first ones that Dr. Thee actually produced, another chiropractor. And he oh, wanted, right. yeah, he yeah. wanted to his patients that came in for Cairo to have some tools to use to help their own family, sort of as home reinforcement activities. Excellent. And then the style that I'm trained in is called PKP, or Professional Kinesiology Practice. And Dr. Jew was a physician at a Auckland Medical College, a professor of anatomy there as well. And he wanted to bring kinesiology to a professional level so that you could use it as a standalone practice. Right. And he trained also with Dr. Goodhart. So Okay. Long story short, fast forward a five-year program, trained as a kinesiologist, and um, it's been really lovely to see how like, that can be applied in the real world. So I worked in integrative medical centres in Brooklyn, Manhattan, and Long Island, right. and these centres were great because they incorporated regular physicians, Ayurvedic doctors, traditional Chinese medicine doctors, and they would refer in when they had a client that perhaps there was a hidden problem they couldn't quite solve or they weren't responding to traditional treatments. So kinesiology could be a way to sort of uncover what was happening for that person on a different level. Right. Mm. So if you go back to the absolute basics, what 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 is it that kinesiology mm. actually is? What 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 do you mm. what do you test? Yeah. It's a great question because as you know, it's like bowls of soup. There's so many different types of soup, right? Yeah. And this type of soup that I'm trained in being um, PKP is we look at how can we enhance someone's performance? How can we change their function in their day-to-day life? So basically, like, it's kind of like performance enhancement without the drugs, right? Yeah. Ooh, the natural version. <laughs> right. 
And so it looks at, Dr. Goodhart sort of correlated how our muscles, when we test certain muscles, we get a readout from the body, like a biofeedback tool in regards to how is that meridian working? Okay, so meridians are sort of where the energy flows if you look at it from an acupuncture perspective. And it's a really great communication tool to sort of go beneath the conscious mind to figure out what's actually happening with a certain issue. Like let's imagine someone's coming with knee pain. They might have seen a physio, done the exercises, but they're still having some pain, right? Mm. So we can look at all the muscles that cross that knee joint. And if we can use certain reflex points, acupressure points that are linked to those muscles and hence linked to those meridians, it's kind of like plugging in the power cord to those muscles so that they can function at their best again. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you're using specific muscles to test the, the strength and the function of them and link that to energy pathways. Yeah. So it's less what is the sort of standard strength or power that muscle's creating, but as you say, yes, what is the... Is there an imbalance or a block in that particular meridian? Because when those energies, those meridian energies are flowing well in our body, we're healthy, we're functioning well, we're happy. Yeah. But if there's a block or an imbalance in that meridian, then we don't usually feel like we're working at our best. Right. So what? how, how do you assess, I heard you working a lot with um, rehab mm. people. Was that as an OT or yeah. a physiologist? Um, I've done it primarily as an OT, but I have also worked, like this knee pain example was someone in their 70s as a kinesiologist. Okay. Now, I'm just interested to know how do you check the difference between a person that has a weak muscle because of, um, mm. you know, they haven't used them for a while. Mm. How, how do you distinguish what is an issue and mm. what is a weakness? Mm. So it's a good question. It's a different form of muscle testing. Yeah. So the muscle testing that I do is not, I'm not going to tell you your muscle strength is five out of five or one out of five in terms of power. We are really just looking at the flow of energy in that meridian, in that muscle. Right. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Um, I hope so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, I guess what, what I'm trying to um, drag uh, or to clear up is that we use kinesiology mm. in, in practice and mm. we, uh, so people that listen to this and that, that see us will find that when we do a pre-adjustment check, we will muscle test uh, and we will push mm, right. reasonably hard. Yes. Then we adjust and then we go back and we test. Mm. And what we're looking for you're talking meridian, we're looking for nerve yes. uh, change. Yes. And so can the power mm. actually travel through the nerve to the muscle and therefore the muscle work better? Mm. Same sort of thing. It's not a question of are you strong, are you weak? No. It doesn't matter. Yes. We just want to see that there's a change. Yes. But your energy flow is more from a meridian standpoint than mm. a nerve standpoint. That's right. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So what, what, um, what, what, what does kinesiology help I mean it, it, mm. it's such a broad term for lots of different um, mm. access points I, I suppose but yes yeah. that's right and we were just joking before the podcast around in terms of kinesiology if you have a heartbeat and a goal you can come for a session right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just means it, it can work across the ages yes. and it is something which if you're a human having an experience here on this earth and there's often something that you could feel differently about, less stressed about, want to do better at. And that is so broad from someone having seasonal allergies to someone having anxiety, someone wanting to lose weight, um, phobias. I worked recently on a kiddo who was going on a family holiday and 
she was afraid of flying on the plane. Right. So that's another example. Could be someone improving their sports performance, someone wanting to give a you know a public presentation, but they're afraid of public speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know that one. <laughs> so, so what what happens in the typical visit? Mm. So, if I'm seeing someone initially. I would send them an intake form via email before they even come to the office so they have a chance in the comfort of their home to think about health history, outcomes, what goals do they really want to focus on when we work together. And then once we actually meet face-to-face, we look at, okay, are there any sort of patterns, mental, emotional, um, or physical patterns that we're seeing in their health history, right? Um, And then we look at questions to answer. We introduce them to muscle testing so they get a sense of how that feels. And then we really look at setting a goal or a focus. So that I guess one of the key things of kinesiology is really honing in on a particular area. Because if you're too vague, you don't get the results. But if you can hone in on, yeah, you know, I want that right knee to be comfortable so I can, you know, walk on my European holiday that I'm going on in August, right? Um, Or some people say, um, you know, I'm getting all these migraines and I just want to have a comfortable head so I can, you know, go to work and focus or play with my kids. Right. So then we, once that goal is set, we then really look at measurable, observable benchmarks. So we, we do testing around range of movement. How much movement does their body have? Can they touch their toes? Does, how much trunk movement do they have? So sort of general tests. And then we look at, okay, what's specific to that person's goal? If it's someone wanting to do a presentation and they're, and they're nervous or afraid of public speaking, we actually role play. Right, and we have them cool. like pretend in the session they're actually up in front of like the hundred people they're going to be presenting to, giving yes. their presentation. Sweaty palms, <laughs> the heart's going, <laughs> and we really test to see, okay, what is their stress response to that when they're just imagining themselves? So our thoughts are pretty powerful. When we imagine ourselves doing something, a body can still be stressed by that, even the thought of doing it. Yes, right, absolutely. <laughs> or let's say I have a tennis player coming in, they want to improve their serve. I have them do the serve motion and then muscle test them to see, does that give them a stress response? Because we want those activities that they do to be sort of life energy increasing rather than draining or stressful, right? So once we've established those sort of benchmarks and they have a sense of what their body can handle and what their body can't handle, we then use usually 14 muscles, which are linked to those meridians, to get a readout of where where is it not working? How is that stress having an impact on their body systems, okay? And then once we've found where the stress is lying, so small intestine meridian, governing meridian, etc., we then use um, acupressure points, nutrition, structural changes to help that body shift that so those benchmarks change to be not stressful anymore. Yeah. Uh, so how do you know whether it's nutrition or whether it's, um, yeah, that is a good question. And you know how we do it? We actually ask the body. Oh, right. Yeah. Cool. Which is really exciting because five people could come in today with insomnia or sleep problems and their technique that they that their body needs, because everybody is unique, will be different. Yeah. And we just literally use muscle testing. We have a protocol to run through to find what does your body need to help you sleep soundly and what does that other person's body need to sleep soundly. Yeah. So it's really tailored to that person and their unique energy system and the demands that they're dealing with in their life. Right. Yeah. Now, you talk a lot about stress. Mm. Um, so how, how do you... 
how do you determine which stress factor is the biggest mm. and what you need? Is that also through mm. a, a, like a protocol of muscle testing? It is, yes. There is a protocol to show us to find the priority for the session because oftentimes um, someone will come in and say, you know what, I really want to work on my focus and concentration. I'm noticing my mind is wandering at work. I've had this life stress event happening and I just can't focus on getting my job done at work, right? And they think that that's the area. But then through muscle testing, it'll actually show us, you know what, actually, you need to work on this area and it's showing us that, let's say, oh, it's your relationship here with your husband that we actually need to work on. And if you can improve that, then your focus will be back. So it kind of gives us a backdoor entry, like a hidden pathway. It finds that puzzle piece for things to shift. And often if we, you know, as we all know, if we work on a, the priority of a situation, Often the other thing just improves naturally. Right. Yeah. So do you find that it works best if people have thought beforehand that, okay, well, they might have knee pain, insomnia. Um, yes. Uh, I was going to make a whole heap of problems. They might be pregnant and, you know, there's, yes. there might be four or five different issues that they uh, potentially could work on. Yeah. Is it best that they prioritize it or, or well, do I they? Love, I love that you bring that up because I find the best sessions are the ones that people come with a list of things. Oh, okay. I love that because they start thinking about, oh, what would I love to change? If I could wave my magic wand, what are the things that I'm experiencing that I want to shift? Yes, yes I come with a list. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Write them all down. All the things, the little niggly things, the old recurring Achilles soccer injury or the knee right. pain or the headache when you eat chocolate or whatever it is that you're noticing in your body, write them down. Right. Because then we can find the priority right. yeah, to clear the session. And because we're talking meridian energy flow, we, we're looking at basically physical, mental, emotional, social. It doesn't yeah. actually matter what part of the matter. system that's mm. not functioning yes that's right we address all of it together because oftentimes there's an emotional issue impacting that person's back pain yes right or food triggering that headache so we do encompass you know the physiological psychological and structural body in in a session yeah Uh, so do you have a particular um, uh, perfect i don't want to call them patient but you know scenario that you really uh, like to work on and that you've had mm. better results with over mm. your time of doing this yeah so i do you know that's the beauty of kinesiology is there's is such a range of issues that we can work with some highlights would be helping people with digestive problems yeah. ibs bloating pain in the belly that sort of thing can have really great effects pain, knee pain, shoulder pain, whichever area of the body, back pain, um, pregnancy, weight loss, all those sorts of areas. Um, do you want to hear a couple of really fun Absolutely. stories about, about those? Yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so, hmm, which one should I start with? Well, shall I start with my funny story? Yes, please do. Okay, so this is really quite humorous because I was working um, midtown east of Manhattan it was a big integrative clinic. There's, you know, IV therapies happening in the next room. I've got the elevated position in the office next to me doing her session. And my client, who's a Broadway performer, comes in. And she had been coming in for, she was having some hip pain. She's a dancer and a singer, and she had been having hip pain. Anyway, on this particular visit, she said, you know what, Erin, I've got this um, song I'm trying to really get perfect for my performance on the weekend and I can't hit the B flat. I just can't make that note. Right. right? I said, okay. I'm thinking, all right, got my kinesiology hat on, thinking, right, we can balance the muscles, the vocal cords and all that. And um, so I had her do the pre-test 
I said, okay, can you just sing that little sound bite, sing that sort of last, you know, yeah. 20 seconds, whatever, of the song so we can hear what you're able to do. So she did that, and the, she was right. She wasn't quite hitting it. Even to my unattuned ear, I could tell that she wasn't quite nailing it. And it, there wasn't much power behind the note. It was quite um, soft and quiet. And um, anyway, do the session, and I say, okay, can you please, you know, sing that? separate sound bite so we can hear the change now that we've done the session. Anyway. <laughs> she found out this powerful Broadway tune. <laughs> it was so loud and powerful. I'm thinking, oh my goodness. <laughs> We're disturbing all the rooms in the in the building. But it was excellent and it's so nice and that's what's great about it, the kinesiology tools is that you do see tangible change in a session. Immediate. Immediate yeah. change. Yeah, that is so, so cool. The windows are shaking. Glasses. Yes. <laughs> it kind of brought tears to my eyes. It's such a powerful... You know when someone just really nails a note? Yes, yes. <laughs> it just sounds so lovely. Oh, okay. yeah. That's a beautiful so that was my, That's my funny story. <laughs> well, do you have one that's not funny? I do. I have a non-funny one. Um, and I think this is really common in today's world where we have a lot of anxiety and stress and for some people that can show up in their digestive system right Right. this one particular lady came in she was referred in by a physician that I was working with at the time and she for seven years had sort of right abdominal pain she was having bloating sort of certain foods were would set her off anyway she had been seeing a nutritionist the doctor she'd been seeing a therapist and just not not a huge amount of change, that she was mm. still sort of stuck with these issues. She'd had all sorts of medical tests, CAT scans, MRIs, laparoscopic surgery, and there was nothing really showing up as to why she was having all this intense pain. Anyway, um, we did a, did a session, and, you know, she just, within that one session, she sort of came out and said, gosh, Erin, I feel like I've just had 10 years of therapy in, in, one, in one session, wow. you know, because the kinesiology sort of cuts to the root cause and got to what was beneath the conscious mind for her to find what was actually troubling her around the goal. Yeah. And so sort of she was good for two months, pain-free, symptom-free for two months. And then interestingly, she noticed that something, there's an emotional stress that came up in her life and the pain came back. Right. So for her, and not saying this is the case for everyone, but in her case, when things got stressful or she was emotionally overloaded with events happening in her life, that would trigger like a bit of a relapse of pain. Yeah. So we did a session to clear what had come up and the pain re- sort of resolved again. But what I like about that story is although she got the physical pain sort of resolved, I suppose you could say, um, once that is clear, because pain can take up a really large amount of headspace for someone. It mm. doesn't really give them a chance to focus on anything else in life because their whole day they're just dealing with the pain that's draining of energy. Right. Yeah. Anyway, once she sorted that, she was able to come back and she actually worked on other things that were more life-enhancing for her. So yes. she was a designer and she was doing a job that wasn't involving design work, so she was working on goals around sort of getting back into that, which for her was that's her creative pursuit, that's what she loved, Yes. Um, getting back into more energy, more working out, because she had more space to do that. Yes. And that's what I really like about, yeah, the tools that we can use is that someone can start to sort of shift many different things, not just one area. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, everything is connected, and I think that's we right. sometimes forget that. Like you were mm. saying, pain takes up a large space of life, mm. um, and it is about 
creating space for doing other things. Yes. Uh, and uh, I mean, one thing is that the pain may or may not go away, but mm. there's also a different focus on that. Yes. Um, if you mm. can create that little bit more space in the, in your consciousness. Yeah, very true. Uh, now, just a, as a, a big sort of, I don't want to say big finish up, but, mm. uh, but what um, can you, as a kinesiologist, provide a, an overarching sort of piece of advice mm. for, for mm. our listeners? Um, for what what you think could promote health and life and mm. energy, mm. Um, something that is uh, yeah useful mm. for. I realize, of course, we're talking lots of different people, but if there's something yes. that in in your head, yes, mm. that's what I would suggest um, would be useful for most people. Yeah, sure. Um, yes, we, I can give you a really great stress relieving technique, which I think is important because everyone in their life or their day faces some kind of stress, typically. And um, it's funny, one of the faculty of the course, I'll do my very bad impression of an Italian accent, but he would say (laughs) the technique is called ESR, which stands for Emotional Stress Release. And he says, ESR is like a parsley. You sprinkle it on everything. So it's kind of like this can be used everywhere, anytime that you're feeling an emotion or an emotion you don't want to be feeling or if something in your day is causing stress. A really simple thing to do. You just need two hands. Place one hand on the forehead as lightly as you can. Okay. I'm okay. going to do that. Yeah. Excellent. And the other hand, just cup the back of your head, okay, just above your neck. And you want to hold really lightly. It's nice if you close your eyes. And just lightly holding those hands, just focusing on your breath for a moment. This is going to be really good on the podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> But it's just a way to, what you're actually holding is some points on the stomach meridian, which is actually a really powerful point to reduce stress and release stress. Oh, cool. I use it on my kids all the time. Right. (laughs) So parents, give that one a try. Okay, so you can actually do it on someone. You can. Oh, that is one. Yeah. That's a fantastic piece of advice. On yourself or your kids or someone else. Okay. Can you imagine just... Don't worry about me. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just holding your head. <laughs> but you know what? It's interesting. We actually, if you think about it, we actually do that technique naturally as humans. So if you've forgotten your car keys or you can't find me, you're kind of like, oh, as you see, that person sort of brings their hand to their yes. head as they're trying to think. Because what it does is it brings blood blood flow to that frontal part of the brain. Yes. Which is where all our executive functioning is. We want yes. to get out of that back brain thinking, yeah, that sort of you know, yeah, high level, creative, yeah. happy thinking again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's wonderful, piece mm. of advice. Thank you. So you're welcome (laughs) now uh, just as we finish up tell us again how can people contact you where can they Mm. find you the best way is via my website which is erindubay.com so e-r-i-n d-u-b for boy e.com and then I'll be able to email me or call me and reach out and are you on Facebook and Instagram and all that not as yet but it's in the works to be coming soon oh okay yes oh that's my pen head mine's (laughs) that's why it's not up and running yet but email yeah wonderful and you are here at Family Car Pantry I am yes uh, people are welcome to to come in and uh, have a session most definitely come on down and say hello excellent thanks so much for coming Aaron that was fantastic I know so much more now oh my pleasure daughter happy to come The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Family Chiropractic or the host. Brought to you by Family Chiropractic Centre, Charlestown. Serving the families in Newcastle, Lake Macquarie and Charlestown.